Hey everyone, Leanne Pilkington here with the latest Courageous Conversation and with me I have Anne-Marie Emery. Hi Anne-Marie, how are you? Good, thanks Leanne, thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time. Now, you and I connected very recently over your current project which is called the Baby Loss Project. Can you tell me what that's all about? Yes, the Baby Loss Project is an online training program with the goal of upskilling employers to confidently and compassionately and proactively respond to the employee experience of baby loss in the workplace. Um, So anything from miscarriage, stillbirth, neonatal death, any kind of baby loss in the workplace. And um, the idea is for companies to be able to upskill around the development of appropriate policies. A lot of um, a lot of companies don't have um, really solid policies in place around around baby loss. So just getting that in place so they're able to uh, respond proactively and be on the front foot when this happens in their workplace. And also just basic grief education. So how to support someone emotionally, a staff member and the surrounding team when this happens in in your workplace so from it's not, yeah you're right I mean, obviously yeah it's um it, it's tragic for the person um that is going through it but for the rest of the team who can quite often be very close to the person they've not really got any idea on what to do or how to, to talk about it right yeah absolutely if people haven't experienced it or been around someone who's experienced it yeah or they don't have much knowledge around grief, which is not an individual problem. It's a societal problem. We're not well versed in grief in Western culture. So we often don't know what to say. And that's when people either bring out those terrible platitudes, like everything happens for a reason. For a reason, reason. yeah. Or I know how you feel. It's like, um, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't think you do. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, the other problem is that people know that that's not the right thing to say, um, but they don't know what is, so they freeze and yeah. don't say anything, which can be equally as it painful. It can be just as bad, right? And so what mm-hmm. is the right thing to say? <laughs> um, I think there is no, I mean, grief is such an individual and personal experience, so it's hard to give um an answer on that because it varies from person to person and what is meaningful for one person might um, not be for the next. But the important thing is about just being able to sit in the discomfort of somebody else's pain, holding space for their grief and um, just not being in a rush to to fix or solve. That's the most important thing. And that's what you mean by holding space, right? Just being there to listen and not trying to solve it or fix it, just being there. Yep, Yep, absolutely. And really, I mean initiating the conversation don't wait for somebody else to bring it up but once you do really take their lead on the type of language that they're using how much they want to talk about it or not in the workplace and what their needs are around their grief yeah Hmm. and so is it worth actually just asking is is, you know saying to somebody look I, I really just don't know what to say but please tell me how I can help you at work I guess it kind of varies depending on what your connection is to the person who's experienced it in a a management role. I think it's important to have some structure around those conversations and plan them um, and have 
a meeting where you sit down and really offer options to your employee around these are the types of things we can do to support you. Um, how how would you like to go from here and how can we do this together and come up with a plan yeah. um, collaboratively? Because yeah. often if you say to somebody who's so deep in grief, uh, who's just lost their baby, what do you need? They don't like know. I've got no all they I want, need my baby. Yeah, all they want is their baby. Spot on. Yeah. They just yeah. want their baby yeah. back. Yeah, no, so, I get, I get um, it. Yeah. Um, and so tell me, how did, um, how did it come about? How did the project come about? Uh, well, I have a personal experience. I'm actually a social worker and I have training in, in grief and loss. Okay. Um, and when I was working in that space, I was pregnant with my first son, um, my first baby, and he was stillborn. Um, and that was six years ago. Yeah. I had um, an incredible experience with my workplace. I was so well supported. Um, they gave me so much flexibility around uh, my return to work and offered me a completely different position when I wasn't able to do the grief support work that I had been doing. Oh, yeah, okay. And so, yeah, because I was grieving myself, I yeah. thought I'm not much used to anyone else at the moment no, in, that, no. in that space. So, um, yeah, I just it became really important to me to share that and for other people to have an experience as great as what I did because it was a huge part of my healing, my workplace. But that experience, my experience is is generally not the norm, unfortunately. Yeah, well, you were in the, uh, you would hope that you were in the right sort of environment with the right kind of people um, that understand that, right? So did you, when you were going through it, did you recognise that you were having a good experience with your workplace or was it only afterwards when you could reflect on it? Oh, probably more after the fact. I was yeah. just in such deep grief. And, I mean, there were some, there were a few details that needed to be ironed out at the time, like just in yeah. terms of leave and, and uh, parental leave payment and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, like, there, was, there were tiny little bumps, but it was more, I guess, um, after I was granted the leave and then when I returned to work, um, I started realising, wow, this is pretty incredible, the support I'm receiving here. And then looking back on that now, years later, years out from my experience and having had conversations with many, many other bereaved parents and hearing their experiences, I realised even more so how lucky I was. Yeah, right. I did. How did you kind of navigate from this being an idea to making it a reality? I worked with two very incredible mentors, Paula and Maddie. So I started working with them two years ago Mm -hmm. um, and I'm now just in the last 12 months working with, with Maddie alone. And I just, I started with them I'd, I'd already started doing professional speaking and sharing my story in the media and raising awareness and advocating yep. for stillbirth. I'd already published a children's picture book for bereaved parents. Oh, wow, that's great. Okay. Yes, yeah. and so I'd, I'd started doing some things uh, in the space and I just wanted to do something bigger. I just had a dream of shifting the public conversation around stillbirth and bringing it out of the shadows into the light, taking all the fear out of it mm-hmm. and um, just shifting the conversation. And so I knew I wanted to reach a lot of people um, and educate people mm-hmm. in a compassionate way, not in a way that um, 
is is angry and and ranting at people and telling them they're doing it wrong but in a way yeah. that um makes them feel supported and willing to engage and wanting to help and make change so um lots of different ideas were tossed around about how yeah. to do that and eventually landed on the idea of doing an online training program yeah which worked out perfectly given the current climate that we're in oh, now totally. yeah yeah and so then it just was about breaking down um the key points that are important for businesses to know and start creating content and bringing other experts in so that the program has enough depth and, and breadth and it's not just me and my opinion and my yeah. perspective and my training sure. and experience. So, um, yeah, just kept building on it from there. And how long did it take? Oh, well, it's been it's been two years in, in the making um, yeah, right. because I was also working and having yeah, other babies. And yes, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, yes. Yes, right. and so I've actually just, um, I launched, launched a kickstarter campaign to sort of start that creating that um, community of early adopters and also to receive funding in order to create the training program professionally having it professionally filmed and edited Um, and that has been successful we reached our funding goal yesterday afternoon oh congratulations so how do you go about getting funding for something like this so um the idea kickstarter is actually a really good platform because it's not a it's not a fundraising platform although there is an element of that for friends and family who just want to donate but the idea is that people pre-purchase uh packages and elements of the training program and then before it's created so um oh that's amazing yeah Um, so in the next couple of months it will be created and then delivered how does kickstart find the right people you go to them. If you have an idea, you use that platform. To and then how do you, and, and so how do you then go out to the people? Do you have to sort of say, okay, these are the people I want to target? Yes. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's quite interesting actually. I think I was a little bit, um, I knew I would have to promote the Kickstarter and really get it out there, but I don't think I realised the incredible amount of work involved in that and I just have such an appreciation for it now. So it was a 30-day campaign and it was just about reaching out to everyone I know, asking them to share it with their contacts um, and just, yeah, pushing it, getting the word out there. I was able to be interviewed on Sky News and share um, there so that really helped spread the word further and, yep. So how hard is it for you to, because I know you, you never get over the loss of, a child or of a stillbirth Mm. six years on how hard is it for you to because you seem like you've kind of got to be focused in that space if that makes sense yes yes I do manage that yeah yeah I mean it certainly has its challenges and uh we just we just crossed over Xavier's six-year anniversary on the 30th uh, 31st of uh, January so that was that was halfway through the Kickstarter campaign and um I struggled across those few days yeah. and I do have moments of of grief and it and it feels challenging but I just feel like a woman on a mission so I think from the moment I became Xavier's mum yeah. um is little life and his death impacted me so significantly yeah. um that I just I feel like he kind of put me in this space 
and I've just been slowly working towards where I am now ever since he was born. And I guess part of it is about raising awareness and, I mean, that's a huge part of it obviously. But another part of it for me personally is about maintaining my connection with my son and it's, I guess, a way that I can continue to to parent him and love him in a way by working in his honour. And he's allowed you to do something and become someone that would never have happened without him, right? Absolutely. Which is just, yeah, that's really special. Yeah, it is. So I I thank him for that. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a team member, Jackie Jones. This is a shout-out to you if you're watching this. I know you will be in tears at this point and that's okay. Yes, yeah, she's the she's the emotional um, the emotional heart of of um, the business that I run. So yeah. I know exactly how she'll be feeling about now. Yeah. So that's um, yeah. You must be really proud, really proud of what you've achieved. I do feel really proud, but I also feel like um, yes, I'm proud of the amount of work that I've put in. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't feel like it's mine. I feel like there's just no way I would have done this, have been able to do this. Um, I have a huge community of support behind me and so it belongs to everyone who yeah that's nice including you who's helping you know spread the word and and showing interest so yeah I think it's an incredible project because um I know it's one of those things that um you know I have I've been through a lot of um grief from a business perspective with various members of my team right um, and it's really hard as a as a as a late business leader to know yeah. how to really navigate that well because everybody does need something different from you and um, yeah. sometimes you just don't feel capable right of um, yeah. of, deliver, of delivering what they need yeah yeah I understand what you're saying and I think I think the other important point there is that uh, in a leadership role if you're in that if you're in that position of supporting people, um, you carry, you know, I imagine you carry a lot of those stories with you now. And um, if you don't manage that effectively for yourself, that can also become quite heavy. And so it's about, um, you know, self-compassion for you in managing all those stories and carrying all that grief vicariously. Yeah, Yeah, that's so true. So, in going out and promoting, um, you know, Sky News and all those sorts of things, is that the person that you were before? Is that was that a comfortable thing for you to get out and push yourself to speak and to do things <laughs> like this and be on the telly and all that? No, absolutely not. No, it's um, it was really outside of my comfort zone, and I guess it's been a slow burn and slowly built up to this point. So now that I've had experience doing these things. over the past six years I'm feeling much more confident and much more comfortable yeah but um no that's not who I was before and I just think that's another thing I have to thank Xavier for because Mm. he's taught me that well a nothing will be as worse as bad as you know the day that I gave birth to him and Mm. and had to say goodbye to my son nothing will hurt more than that yeah um and he just taught me how huge the universe is and how small I am not in a um not in a self-derogatory kind of way but just that 
you know, things that seem big in my mind really aren't that big in the scheme of the entire universe, which is pretty powerful. So, yeah, yeah, that's what helps um, bring bring confidence because I don't put too much too much weight on it for myself doing yeah. these types of things. Yeah, that's great. I see so many people who don't do things because they're scared. Yeah. Um, and it's like how bad can it actually be? Yeah. I saw you go through some discomfort, but yeah. you, on the other side, um, you know, as Oprah says, on the other side is where the magic happens. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> um, and so tell me, how's the response been so far? Oh, incredible. I've been really blown away. So I've just yeah. received so many messages of support. People are sending it to their HR department saying, right. I want this in my workplace. Obviously, a lot of that support is coming from bereaved parents who have had experiences and they want to see change as well. Yeah. Um, but people who, you know, don't even know me are reaching out and saying this is important and pledging money and um, sharing it with other people. And, and you know, um, I received a message today actually saying, is this going to be available in the United States? And so, oh, wow. yes, that's pretty incredible. That is exciting. That's the dream. I need yeah. to get it out here in Australia and then absolutely would love to yeah. keep going. Um, well, you know, let me know anything I can do to help. I have got um, a, not a huge network, but I have got a network in the UK and in the US, so oh, very incredible. happy to help if I can. Yeah. Um, so on that, how yeah. can people help? Well, one of the things they can do by the time this goes to yep. air, the um, the Kickstarter will be closed. It's closed in yep. 24 hours. Yeah. But the great thing about that is it's um, it's essentially a business plan. Um, so it, it has mm-hmm. a breakdown of what the training program is, the background behind it, what each of the modules are and an overview of, of what's involved. Yep. And um the statistics about baby loss here in Australia, um, information that came out of the Senate inquiry into stillbirth in 2018. So mm-hmm. there's just everything there. All you need to know about the Baby Loss Project is there. So I would okay. recommend reading that, yep. sharing it with other people. And then when the training program is launched, aiming for end of May, hopefully even before then, Purchase the training program, do the training program, tell people about it, share it, um, just, yeah, start being a contributor to this uncomfortable conversation and, um, you know, just be willing to um, be on the forefront of this this change. Yeah, amazing. And so where do they find the Kickstart information? Um, So it's on my website. Which is? uh, Babylossproject.com. So that's probably the best place to go because everything's there and there'll yeah. be a link to the Kickstarter in there and other information about the work I do there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us. Thank you, Leanne. Um, Thanks for and, having me. Um, uh, absolute pleasure. And please let, do let me know once the training is happening in May and um, and I'll do what I can to, um, to get the information out again then too. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Take care. All right. Thanks so much.